0: You're
1: looking great. Your go. Hi, Chris.
0: Hello, Anthony.
1: How are you? I'm
0: doing all right. Just uh, sorry I had to text somebody happy birthday.
1: Did you want to? Did you want to start over? No. We're only five seconds in. We can just clear no, the clear the slate. No, it's delete fine. Delete the records. We took too long to start, anyways. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Does that count as introducing ourselves?
0: Uh, I, well, maybe. Hello. Uh, everyone else besides Anthony, there we've introduced ourselves.
1: Very good. I, what are you doing? Sorry, uh, we're we're doing this. So like I've noticed in our in our recordings lately that every once in a while I forget that we're making an audio product, like we're making mm-hmm. a podcast. Yeah. And uh, I'm trying to be more uh, conscientious of that because there's been a few instances where we're talking about something, and, or I'm reacting to something you did, or vice versa, where there is no context. And I've maybe I've had to splice some things together, delete things that m- I would normally like to keep uh, while editing in order to make everything work. Um, so it looked like you were just wiping your butt in your chair. So that's why I'm asking Chris. You know what are you doing?
0: Uh, adjusting my seating position because I'm a restless sitter. Thanks for yeah. pointing that out for everybody.
1: You're welcome. You, you if you watch this live, you can see that my chair shakes almost the entire time. Okay. Because well, my leg will not stop moving. And that's me commiserating with you. Yeah. Now we're like the up. same person. No. Yeah, like the exact same person. Uh,
0: what are we here to do? Are we here to just well, talk about to... my failings as a human? Is that what we're here to do? Uh,
1: that's not a failings. What makes you unique? Maybe you should refresh yourself if you think that it's wrong. Oh,
0: I'll refresh myself. Uh, I, will. I will. Hold on. Is that a Snapple? What is that? It is a
1: kombucha. Ooh, a kombucha. We are the sci fi wise guys. We watch and review straight to stream science fiction and science fiction adjacent. Visual entertainment media, which is a long-winded way of saying movies, television shows, short films, mockumentaries.
0: Anthology films. Anthology (laughs) films.
1: Oddly presented pseudo sequels to existing franchises. One fan film, a couple of cartoons, etc. A bevy. A bevy. a, A plethora of topics, as long as it all is... I, except for on one occasion where we messed up, science fiction or science fiction adjacent. I'm still upset yeah. about that time we messed up. We uh, we went back to our roots. We watched a, an independent film this week. Did you want to get right to it? Or did you have anything else you'd like to talk about?
0: Nah, let's talk about this movie. I got a lot to say. Uh, okay. We watched the 2021... I couldn't find this thing on Wikipedia, so... It does not have a Wikipedia entry. The,
1: I checked and double-checked.
0: The, sci-fi slash mystery and thriller 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 film doors the imdb blurb is four vignettes that focus on four different takes on the appearance of mysterious alien portals called doors the doors are held responsible for the disappearance of millions of people and changes to the earth itself
1: that was the imdb blurb Mm -hmm. the prime video blurb when numerous mysterious alien doors appear around the globe humanity must come together to understand their purpose before we go further i want to say one of my one of the highlights of this movie for me is the vlogger i guess that it gives some some narration Mm -hmm. uh, between uh, scenes like points out how stupid the name doors is i like the little self-referential like yeah we couldn't think of anything better here it is
0: I mean, it's a door, right? <laughs>
1: I mean, it is a portal, a door, a gateway, yeah, an entryway. Maybe they couldn't yeah.
0: use gateway because the computer company would get mad. Do They maybe still they exist? Maybe they couldn't use portal or else, you know, Gabe Newell would hunt them down and find them. Gabe
1: Newell doesn't know this movie exists. <laughs> He's beyond this movie. You want to get some facts out of the way?
0: Sure. Uh, doors currently sitting at 3.5 out of 10 based on 2600 ratings. Uh, with the majority of them being one,
1: vast majority,
0: a mean of three point five and a median of three. So oh, yeah, you know, looking like a staircase. Look, for the it does look like a this one.
1: looks like a staircase where you kind of you die between four and three, yeah, or between yep. excuse me, three and one
0: trip because you don't think the you think the step's yeah. going to be there. Then it's surprise. not there. You stumble
1: right, right into zero land
0: uh tomato rotten tomato 42% on the tomato meter 42% rotten 21% audience score and metacritic has a tbd based on 3 critical reviews um you know yeah and then uh 1.9 overwhelming dislike based on 7 user ratings so
1: yes yes um so i think it's easy to say this movie was not well received would that be Accurate,
0: I, I think that's probably the most accurate thing you've ever said in your life. Oh, wow! Even yeah. when I
1: even when I said, Hey, Chris, I love you,
0: yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, that's how much more accurate that oh. <laughs> assessment was.
1: <laughs> fair enough, fair <laughs> enough. Well, we've got the facts out of the way. Why don't you know, I picked this out, okay? I chose it because it sounded similar to something we'd seen before, which was absolutely horrible. And I thought, Oh, this might redeem that idea, right? Uh, that's to be seen. But so why don't you hit the people with your thoughts and opinions, and then we can circle around to some of the cast and crew later on?
0: Uh My initial thoughts and opinions, I really liked this movie. Okay. I was enthralled from the moment I started watching it. Uh, th- I don't I, I, I can't say that I pay 100 percent attention to what we're like what we're watching. Like I think that's reasonable. You're making anybody. notes and whatnot. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I, I didn't take any notes because I didn't take my eyes off the screen pretty much the really? entire time. And the one time that I I had to get up and use the restroom, I paused it. I thought this movie was beautifully shot. Um, I, like, I, ve- I very much enjoyed a lot of the storytelling aspects. This movie did something that we talk about, like not he, you and I, but um, the scientific community has often spoken about how Um, technology so advanced i think it's um, orson scott card actually said this that technology so advanced would appear magic magical or magic like to the uninitiated and at the beginning of this movie the because so this is a this is a film that has four different vignettes in it or four different short films if anyone's ever seen like vhs or vhs2 uh, very very similar and they're all self-contained stories but they follow an overarching um, I don't want to even say plot, but I guess... A, a,
1: Narrative? Yeah. Uh,
0: Idea? I guess. I, I don't know enough of what it's called, but um, they're all related, but they're all self-contained as as in, as far as we know, each individual story doesn't impact the other individual stories. Right. I mean, maybe they do. You watch it like three or four times and you're like, oh, hey, yeah, this happened in, you know, minute 15 of the second vignette and it directly impacts minute four of the first vignette, right? So we'll just uh, we'll can, we already talked about the blurb, but long story short, doors, portals, gateways, openings, whatever appear all around the world, and people go into them. Not everyone returns. Some people return, and they're not the same. Pretty much it. I guess fifty percent of the world's population disappears for whatever reason. And what I one of the things I liked is especially in the first vignette when Ash, the young student. Is looking at one of the doors, like it, while they're staring directly at the door, we actually get like a, a, a cut to just a background, like a static background image, or not a static, but a background image of the, the wall, the door, and then text overlaid. And I think that, like, if you read the Old Testament about the Bible, where the angels, like, we can't comprehend what they look like, right? Like, right. our minds don't understand, so it just throws images into our brain and so we perceive things like we perceive like a a crazy wheel with a bunch of wings, you know, rockets attached to it or whatever. But um, so we can't comprehend how this thing's trying to communicate with us. And, you know, I I don't know how much of it is like the director's choice to do that, but I really, really liked that. Like I I, I really enjoyed, well, this thing's this crazy hyper-advanced technology as far as we know, you know, how else would it communicate with us? Well, if it can't speak, it would beam the images directly into your brain, you know, and they're short, controlled phrases. Uh, they, sure. Like, they make sense. We don't have to talk, we talk about the vignettes individually, but no, I really, I really enjoyed it. I, I, I liked the cinematography. I really enjoyed everyone's acting. The sets were great. The, like the actual film, filming looked good. Like we've watched some other B movies and the quality of the, of what we're watching, you know, like in terms of just like the, The actual, not footage, you know what I'm saying? But like, the the quality of the shots is good. Yeah. But yeah, no, I I really like this movie. I disagree. I disagree wholeheartedly with the 1.9, with the 21%, with the 42%, and the uh, 26.1% of ratings at one. Hard disagree.
1: IMDb has a weighted average of 3.5. Where would you put it?
0: Uh, I'd say this is like a, I, I call this movie a seven. Okay. For me. Okay.
1: Well above average. Awesome. How about you? I was not anticipating a lot of things today. <laughs> okay. First, my my bank tried to tell me they couldn't give me forty ones because they might be out. I don't know how you can run out of ones at a bank. They didn't. They didn't run out of ones. I don't know what was happening, but that was weird. Uh, and then I watched this movie a little later, and it's vignettes, which I was not anticipating. Like as, right. soon, as soon as they go to the second vignette, I was like, oh when are those kids going to show up? Or at least the one, right? Or when they go through the door, they're going to see those children. Like, I, I didn't realize how disconnected it was going to be. And then the third thing that happened is that you told me you liked this movie. <laughs> Fair enough. I, could, I, I was not anticipating us disagreeing about this film, which is weird because I, I, I agree with a lot of things you said. I think that the, the anthology approach, especially to a B-movie, is is very interesting. It's a different idea like when we talked about I, I briefly mentioned the movie Beyond that mockumentary movie and how the only thing that was interesting about it was that was the format and then they did that poorly right and this the there are a lot other of other good things I think the cinematography is good I think the acting is is good well not just like you're talking about the direction but just the 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 the, the look of everything like when they choose to do a wide shot when they when they come in and do that extreme close up it all feels very, very deliberate. I could tell that a lot of time and effort went into crafting this film until <laughs> until the third and fourth vignettes. Like the first one with the kids in the school, day one, everything just goes, everything goes bad. And really before that, we get um, in the opening credits or whatever you would want to call it, we get 911 calls. Repeated nine one one audio calls, which is something that's been done before. It's not unique to this, um, but they did a really good job of it. Um, I especially liked the one where the guy's like, "Should I get my gun?" The nine one one operator's like, like, "No, don't do that. Please, don't do that." <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, the kids in the school, relatable. They're what, like thirteen to fifteen, something like that. Like they're they're young it's, teenagers. They're teenagers, yeah. Yeah, yeah I say, but yeah. they're, I w- yeah, they're the lower end of it, um, except for the the one ash the i I, kind of lead the focal character in that kind of ensemble was had a jacket that with an expletive on it and i don't i don't know what school is allowing that it's still weird to me to see like i'm gonna show my age right now anytime modern media shows kids with phones at school i'm like you can't do that that's not a thing that i have to remind myself that it is totally a thing (laughs) i when i was in high school I actually had a good friend of mine. He was, he got busted because he was texting on his little Motorola phone. You know, what I'm talking with the T9 texting. Those were like new or the flip ones. And uh, he got busted because he, <laughs> he was texting her him both of them texting back and forth all day at school got the phone taken away from him and ended up with because texting wasn't free and so his phone bill was hundreds of dollars so he had to pay his parents back and he's like 17 no job yeah anyways so that's the story from my childhood so i them getting their phones taken away during a test makes sense that them having it all having it at all is still foreign to me i was detention he said you had one hour, and they had a test. I thought they were taking a test. I mean, she was Was it a detention.
0: I it was. I think it was detention because. Oh, that like, would make more sense. It seemed late. It seemed late in the day. Hmm. Th- why I don't know why they would have four people in a classroom
1: even to take a test. It looked like a lot, like maybe a library, but yeah. yeah, yeah. I thought it was a test, but either way, it's the four kids and the teacher. I thought it was a, like I thought that was incredibly well shot. I liked the characters. I liked that the conflict among the characters felt familiar. Like it felt like I'm like, yeah, okay. I could see myself having that, that being like in that situation. Like it's a very familiar thing. Um, I can understand this bickering. I can understand some of the dumb decisions they make. They're 14 or 15 years old. I remember making stupid decisions at 14. Cause you just you don't think straight. You're but you don't have still develop you don't have the wisdom. Right. Yeah. You're too good. You're too smart. High end low wisdom build. And with the one kid he thinks he has more charisma than he does. Jake. <laughs> the second vignette also beautifully shot, very kind of poetic. I actually really liked Josh Peck's performance for one because I wasn't anticipating seeing Josh Peck in this movie. Even though he's on the cover, I just I for whatever reason I didn't didn't notice him right away. He does great. I feel like both those vignettes stop, they end right before they should like I I feel like the movie is expecting a little too much and form like keeping things mysterious and, and not telling the audience everything is perfectly fine there's plenty of great movies that do that sci-fi and non-sci-fi I mean the most famous example of that is what lost in translation where your whispers in her ear at the very end and no one knows what that is like it's all just conjecture or what's in the what's in the briefcase in um shoot famous movie
0: do <sighs> you want me to answer it for you yeah that's what please pulp, pulp fiction pulp another fiction. movie with a yeah. bunch of vignettes in it yeah more
1: more or less yeah those all do come together and all the characters are interrelated it's a little different but um i, I, would, I would say it's less vignettes and more this story is told out of order and you're gonna figure it out as you go but those those mysteries they don't we don't i don't need to know what's in the briefcase i don't need to know what he whispered to her like that's theirs and I, it, it adds to the to the story it's it's great and this i was like yeah but what 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 happened like what not even in a i didn't understand all the steps up to this i understand all the steps up to this but what's the fallout of that like what what's going to happen to her now that spoilers she's killed her boyfriend slash husband and replaced him with somebody from inside the doors alternate parallel mental whatever universe that is right which that doesn't have to be answered but like what happens to them um the, it was still good. I just felt like I needed a little bit more and I was anticipating the third or fourth or fifth. I didn't know how many vignettes there were going to be to actually answer that and they don't. So in the third one, I really like, or yeah, the third one, I really liked him talking to the door. That's really cool. But you talk about cinematography. It's real basic. Like there's just, it's just basic. Look at him, look at the door, look at him, look at the door. Like it's very, um, it's lo- it's a lot less artsy. The first two vignettes, I would say, are very, very artsy in a good way, and the last two, not at all. So it's a a bit um, disjointed in that aspect. And I think all these vignettes have a different director as well. So I'm expecting a little bit of a different, a different style. Yeah. Um, The fourth vignette, uh, I don't know if that's how you end a movie. (laughs) Like, it's just a zoom meeting between two people. He's like what you see right now on Twitch with with Chris and I's face on it is got more production value than the last 10 minutes of this movie.
0: I don't know. They had a little, they had a graphic that went around the screen. Like yeah. It the, was a window the battery, for zoom or what it was battery, called zip meeting. The yeah. Battery yeah. drained. Uh, the time actually changed. There were big time jumps. I think,
1: right. It, there's some like I'm saying, like the presentation, but it doesn't, doesn't move from that. He talks a bunch of riddles about moving on to the, basically the next, maybe not plane of existence, but we've seen this before. We're moving on to the next you know, stage of existence or we're moving on to a better world or a new earth has appeared in the sky and let's all move to it and exploit it for capitalism. Whatever it is, I think that had been done before and I was hoping for something more. I don't necessarily agree with a 3.5. I also do not agree with your seven. I don't think it's, I think it's, it falls flat on its face in the, in the back half. I'm leaning towards like a four and a half to five. On this film, fair enough. I'm assuming. Did you watch the credits?
0: I mean, like part of it. What, did yeah. something happen at the end or
1: the credits? Uh, no. Well, the not not in the story. No. The credits are divided up, like director for this short, and they oh. all have names and whatnot. It is the movie is dedicated to the actor who played the teacher in the first vignette in oh, loving Mr. memory Johnson. of Mm-hmm. Christopher Black. Mm. So I assume he's passed away. That that was uh, doesn't have anything to do with anything else we're talking about. But I wanted to let you know. I thought that was interesting. Okay overall i it's kind of you know whatever That's if fair. they'd stuck with any one of those ideas maybe and and flushed it out you know instead of the vignettes i i think
0: i think part of the reason why they didn't is be just because I from my interpretation of this movie the reason why I've, like the vignettes really don't have a like a true ending is because they're all to, like in the third vignette mm-hmm. which i don't even remember what the third one is called uh lamage yeah, Lamaj, yeah, Jamal's name backwards. It's essentially that it tells them that the doors are there to archive humanity, um, in the earth. Whatever. Yeah. So these doors and like the experiences that the characters have in them, what they're actually getting is what they I don't necessarily say what they truly want, but like it's confronting them with things from like who they are, right? In the first one, Ash, we we are I think we are led to believe that it's supposed to be like a a trans student. Who's yeah, I think that's very, like ex- experiencing yeah. like a, a big change in their life and the people around them some of them don't react very well, some of them are kind of apathetic and you know, the mm-hmm. other one is a uh, their crush. So the door is like, "Hey, come with me because you don't fit in here. None of these people like you. She doesn't like you. They don't trust you. Let me give you the strength. Let me let me give you the ability to change." you know, and, 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 and come with me and you'll be happy. Right. Yeah. In the second one, there's three knockers, uh, Vince, Becky and Patrick, Patrick appears to have abandoned, uh, a, a former partner who may or may not have had a, a, a drug problem because, mm-hmm. you know, they're rattling the little prescription thing and like he grabs it out of her hand and is like, I, I told you what these will do to you. Yep. Vince, um, He's. Kind of, I don't want to say he's a goofball, but he's very much like like not serious. So he's like the, dealing the,
1: with the intensity and the seriousness of the situation. He's deflecting everything through humor, which may or may not be appropriate.
0: Well, I mean, know? he's like his his experience is he goes through a bunch of rooms that are similar yet different. That makes him panic. So like, is he panicking because things are never the same, right? And then yeah. Becky, she reads out a, what I thought was a really nice poem about how rocks and water like how water shapes rocks and kind of water also traps them and forces them to be what they are and then as it turns out she was pregnant at some point and her partner vince convinced her to keep the baby and uh, maybe they they lose it at some point because they don't seem to have it i don't know and then uh, when confronted with uh, the copies of vince she then chooses hey i don't want to be with this person anymore because they're not like, this person makes me who I don't want to be,
1: mm-hmm. right? The whole rock and the ocean thing. I don't want to be the rock anymore. I want to be the ocean.
0: Patrick made his choice. He he, he made a choice to leave whoever that was, Rose, uh, played by Bailey Michael Copperweith. Wow, what a last name. Uh, uh, wow. <laughs> you know, he left her. Maybe he should have died with her, and that's what he ends up doing, right? Vince confronts these different aspects of who he is with someone who is very like aggressive, like, hey, listen to me, Becky. You have to listen to me. And then another aspect of his persona, which is, you know, the, the loving, caring, you know, accepting version of who he is. And then in Lamage, Jamal, his friend Kathy, Lamage brings them together, right? And, like, I, I don't know, like, did the door notice what Leo was doing in the background? Like, hey, this guy's texting the, the like, somebody. And how did that guy get there so fast? Like, was he just hanging out by the door or by the house? Like, hey, follow us. This guy's kind of crazy. He got kicked out of the gut, Like, he got kicked out of the scientific community, whatever, right? Right, right. And then Kathy's like, hey, I want to do this thing. But Leo and the sheriff are going to get in the way, and they get eliminated, right? So uh, they both yeah. they, they both get what they really want, which is an opportunity to study the door in private. And then for the final vignette, I actually kind of liked, I thought it was kind of neat. <laughs> We in um what was that movie? The Godzilla Oh uh Zillafoot. Zillafoot, yeah, where we, we talked about that guy having a podcast complaining about kaiju attacks, like you know, the, the meta references breaking the, the fourth or fifth wall. Yeah. Uh, and the, and fourth, the same fourth, thing fifth, here. Six. In the the person who's he interviews even says like, You are exploiting this. You wanna feel important, you've always wanted to feel important. So you you talk about all these things, you interview all these people, and then he gets what he wants. He gets answers. <laughs> His answers make him strip naked and walk up the stairs, prefer <laughs> like possibly into a door. So
1: most likely, yeah.
0: I really, I really did enjoy the movie as a whole. I liked, I liked how everything came across. Um, I, I I found the doors very intriguing, very interesting. <laughs> The fact that it like it even shares plot points with Beyond like upsets me, <laughs> like is how bad that movie was. But uh, no, I really I thought it was really cool.
1: It seemed to me in that third vignette that he, when the door said that he was there to archive humanity, or they, you know, the doors were there to archive humanity. He seemed to take it as an exploration mission, like we're here to, they're here to learn about us and to make us better. Yeah, is that the impression you got?
0: No, I got the impression that. The the doors were there to take humans off of the planet Earth, and yeah send them somewhere else like yeah wherever it is
1: refresh seems like another term for trans- like we're gonna re- we will refresh you which means like like start over transcend make you better whatever it is yeah I, he seemed to get that impression but when he said archive I was like oh man you got to get out of there like you got to leave <laughs> this is this is not going to work out for you the first thing I thought of was Halo. In the in the Halo lore, the Forerunners had what they called Silexes, where they stored sentient beings for when the Halo went off. Like so, I thought, oh, well, maybe they're here to advert a disaster. Maybe something similar to Beyond or Arrival, where the the aliens are here to help us so that they, we can do something else later or whatever. But no, I think I, like people are dying because of this. Like I don't. Can we also talk about how she showed up with her boyfriend and her boyfriend got shot in the chest? and wheezes for a few minutes and then dies and she doesn't even like look at his dead body she's just like what's up man we're gonna do this other thing yeah no that's what i mean
0: like yeah that's what i'm saying like all these these i don't know like are they choosing people like right yeah like people people who are dying like are they really dying you know what i mean when he talks about these doors are murdering people like we never see that but is it because like the people go in those doors and then never come back out no, so it's maybe. like, oh my God, they've been murdered.
1: Yeah, um, it, maybe. I, it's implied, like even even if the doors aren't directly killing anybody, they killed two people in that scene, like just by being there. I mean, how I many- me
0: Snapped the dude's neck.
1: How many, yeah. How many children were left abandoned because their parents couldn't get to them because of a door? Yeah. Or, you know, there's a lot, you know, like there's there's a lot to read into it. It doesn't come across as benevolent at all. Like it doesn't seem like they have good intentions or if they're, they're, I don't know if they're bad intentions, but they're definitely alien. I I don't know.
0: Again, we can't, I guess like we, we can't comprehend what they're there to do. Right. But, and so
1: that's interesting in fiction In the context of this movie, it's frustrating because I, I don't know, like the only character that like, so Ash goes through it through the door at the beginning escape his problems that's that's why they leave right sure beck or becky is it beck
0: becky the trekkie
1: yeah becky the trekkie stays in the door in order to live a better life right so she is the only character that has some true progression the other guy patrick is he dead did it kill him did it confront him with his past he tried to change something and then he dies i don't understand what happened like why would it do that to him if it's supposed to like make him better
0: i think they're judging us because he Isn't even like- says like well he's, he says like They're arbiters in the in the fourth vignette. Mm -hmm. uh, He does call them arbiters. Yeah, judges. Arbiters. He's like so. So they're like a judge, and he's like not in a way that you can understand. So Patrick, who from what again, I'm assuming what happened was is this guy uh, was with was with somebody, whether it was Rose or it wasn't Rose, and then they seemed like they had a drug problem. Rather than sticking around to fix it, abandoned them, and they died. Right.
1: Uh, Yeah, that's a bad message. I don't think it's a bad take, but it's definitely a bad message. Well, like, we, you gotta take care well, we of don't know first, how, but, we don't know right. How we happens, don't know all right? the like, context. But, is he yeah. the
0: reason why she had a drug problem?
1: Like I think did she like, have a drug problem, or did she just commit suicide by taking a bunch of pills?
0: I don't know. That's what See, I'm saying. Like, yeah, there's some. It's all up for interpretation. Context.
1: Well, it's it's incredibly it's incredibly difficult to care about the story when you don't understand the motivations of anyone in it. Like the the, mo- the best motivations I get are the three kids that aren't Ash trying to leave and get away is the most relatable thing that happens. I don't know, like there's, I have no background and the background I do have is muddy for the characters in the second, third vignettes, the fourth vignette. I don't know why they're doing what they're doing and not understanding a character's motivation is just, it decimates the story. I don't know, like, I cannot agree with a character. I cannot, uh, I cannot agree with why they're doing something or I can think that they have a flaw in their logic, um, but that could just be a flaw in the character. And I can, I can. if I can't relate to it, I can understand it at least a little bit to continue a story. But with these characters, I truly don't know why they're doing what they're doing. And I don't know why the doors are doing what they're doing either. Like if they, and maybe, maybe I'm asking for too much, you know, in, in beyond, it was maybe too heavy-handed at the end with what they wanted, right? So I don't want something like that. I don't need to necessarily be told a hundred percent. I just I need to, like the only motivation I have are the children want to get away from the door. That sounds good, Mister Midnight or whatever the vlogger. <laughs> he wants to make money off of this because that's what he does. Um, he vlogs or podcasts about. Weird happenings and sci fi stuff, and whatever. And this is probably the, you know, obviously the most sci fi thing that's ever happened. And the knockers are knockers. I don't know why. I understand why the military isn't like, what are these doors? What's happening? Blah, blah, blah. I I don't, I don't know. The fact that they're killing people like Patrick just like they that makes them the antagonist. That makes them, uh, I want to say, the enemy, right? Because people don't necessarily deserve to be judged and killed by whatever and the guy at the end also was his name the the weird doctor with the smile that i can't stop thinking about uh, uh for all I, the wrong reasons
0: i couldn't find him doctor i
1: have the because i can't because I,
0: I, I can't find them in the cast oh. like their segment so.
1: alan i don't know what the last name is it just says alan played by darius levante i mean, great job great job darius anyways he's got 12 credits so he's he's done some he's done a little bit of things keep on doing it he he calls them God but more or God but not in a way you'd understand or you could consider them God I should say yeah uh, but not in a way you'd understand and I'm just like well that's pretty vindictive like I I guess like I don't know because I don't understand the plot I don't understand the character's motivations for the most for the most part I guess I'm looking for the point. Like, uh, is this trying to tell me something? Uh, is it trying to preach to me in some way? Does that make sense? And I'm not getting it, which makes me feel like I wasted an hour and 24 minutes. Yeah. I don't know. I'm yeah. so, I'm ranting. I apologize. No, it's, it's, this it's is my podcast, platform dude. to rant, but well, normally I'll let you rant a little bit too, but I went on for a little bit oh, I, did, oh,
0: I did rant. I ranted about the you did. vignettes. You did.
1: <laughs> Overall, I'm assuming you're going to say this is worth the price of subscription.
0: Yeah. I mean, like there are... <sighs> some movies exist for the sole purpose of being a movie sure whether that can exist like i watched dr strange in the in the whatever yeah dr strange mom whatever it's called
1: multiverse of madness
0: yeah 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 and a lot of marvel movies like don't really have like a message
1: sure they're just a story falcon
0: and the winter soldier had a message right like you can you can be better yeah, like that was essentially like the whole point of Falcon and the Winter Soldier was we can all do better, whatever it is, we can just do it better. And then, uh, uh, you know, WandaVision kind of had a message, which is like, no matter what you do, no matter how you try to shape your reality, you can't escape the real world, right? Grief. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so like, I, I think this movie doesn't really have necessarily a point, which I, I have I have made fun of on other occasions on this podcast. You know, like, wh- why was this movie made? Oh, because someone wanted to, you know, they had a, a, a tabletop RPG session that they really enjoyed, so they made it a movie.
1: Hey, Mythica you know. is fantastic. How dare you?
0: Angels Fallen.
1: Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, so the guy was dead the whole time? The worst. Wait a second. Uh, but the one character I, I, shows up, leaves, because they, you know, they get written out, and then they show up for one more session, and then leaves yeah. again. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and, then, and then And then this girl's naked. Weird. Very strange movie. Yeah. Uh, no, I, like I said, I, I think that this movie is just a really good idea. With like, someone had a really good idea. Like, hey, what if aliens came, but they interacted us? They interacted with us in a way that we couldn't comprehend. Cool. Like, well, I don't have enough money to make a uh, two-hour-long movie. Let's just make a bunch of twenty-minute shorts and we'll just string them together and make them vaguely related. Uh, yeah. No, I just, uh, I just really, I just really enjoy this movie. I don't know, like each of the four stories are self-contained, like they relate to each other.
1: um, They're in the same universe. They progress the overarching story of the world without being directly related to each other as far as characters and whatnot.
0: They all share this. They all kind of share the same message, you know, which is, you know, you essentially you judged, you are judged on who you are by the things you have done. And yeah. the, things that you, the things that you you currently do and possibly the things that you might do. Uh, we can talk about the actors a little bit because there's a sure. lot of them. Physical acting and voice acting. Yeah. You know, Kathy Kahn played Ash. Julianne Collins played Liz. Eric Floyd played Jake. Rory Ann Dahl played Rory. Cool. Uh, the aforementioned Christopher Black played Mr.
1: Johnson.
0: Wow, there's so many. So there's many a lot. Actors.
1: If we skip some of these, because I think they're, they're broken up by the different vignette names
0: josh peck played vince lena esco played becky dugan o'neill played patrick Uh, i already talked about bailey michael kappith wow jordan rock was Wiz, crew ennis Saul. like i wonder if some of these characters were cut
1: well these are like the soldiers outside and things like that yeah
0: well no there are people that are called curious soldier but then there's parker did you see a parker no did you see a saul uh no i didn't saw all saul no yeah Kip Malone played Jamal. Christina Lear played Kathy. Bira Venara played Leo. Wilson Bethel played Ricky. Uh, great picture on IMDb, by the way.
1: Ooh, uh, Wilson uh, Bethel. Wilson, yeah, Wilson Bethel. Uh, a bunch
0: of different voice actors, and then David Hemphill Hill played Martin Midnight. Yeah, and we already talked about Alan. So yeah, no, just we, a lot of stuff.
1: There's a lot of actors, stuff. but if we look over here at this cover, it, it, it's literally just vignettes two and two and three. With only mentioning the actors from vignettes two and three. Mm -hmm. There's no like Ash or uh, what was the name? We scroll all the way back up here. Um, Kathy something. Kathy Kahn. Why aren't they up here? Why is this guy uh, on the, I mean, I get that for a movie like this, like getting your face on the cover probably helped. Like it, it, for a B movie saying, oh, we'll put your face in the cover. Maybe you can get somebody cheaper when you only have a limited budget or whatever. But uh, this cover gives a very different feel. Oh, yeah. It's, it's like it, a very it, different. kind of reminds me of Prospect. It does. It does remind yeah. me of Prospect.
0: At least it's not blue and man,
1: orange. So. look at this. Look at that beard, man. So nice. Like, how do you... Like, I love that the long, overgrown beard is just universally accepted. I mean, oh, yeah, he lives by himself in the woods. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Who has newspaper over his windows, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. He's got the expiration dates and all his food, like, on tape, where he can see it really easily. The primary director and writer, the kind of lead of this project, is Chris White. He made a movie called Portals in 2019. It's horror sci-fi. The blurb reads, After a series of worldwide blackouts, millions of mysterious door-like cosmic anomalies appear on Earth, while many <laughs> flee from them the rear the the real terror sets in when others are drawn into these mysterious voids with a 3.1 this film is also divided into a bunch of segments is it really yeah uh how do you how do you know oh
0: because i clicked on the cast list
1: oh is it yeah is it divided up call center the other side yeah the other side yeah sarah segment sarah segment the end okay so i this the what we just watched doors came out in 2021 Portals come out in 2019. I'm sensing a theme. Sensing a theme. W- would you want to watch Doors, if we can you find it? You mean not portals? Doors, Portals? Would you like to watch Portals? Yeah, we've seen Doors.
0: Uh, sure. I mean, yeah. just I mean, we. Uh, it might we be can... interesting
1: to go a step back and see how similar they are or dissimilar.
0: Yeah, yeah we we don't have to make it a priority, but sure. Yeah, I'll we'll put that on the are.
1: list. Put that on the list, and so we can circle back around to it. You know, it is incredibly difficult to find anything about this movie because of the Val Kilmer movie from 1991. <laughs> Like even searching for it on Amazon Prime Video because both those movies are there is pretty difficult. I think you said that this is worth the price of subscription. Personally, yes. I feel like it's not. So another split decision, getting a lot of those lately. So I guess we'll let the people be the judge. Please let us know if you like, like watch this movie. It's on Amazon Prime. It's less than an hour and a half. Plus, you know, credits so you don't have to watch. The people were the judge. <laughs> yeah, the people were the judge. They sided with me. But I meant the real important people. The ones that oh, listen to listeners. our podcast. The, yes, listeners, the listeners. Yes. Let us know. You can just leave a comment wherever you listen to the podcast. Leave a review and say, I liked this. Uh, you can reach out to us uh, via email, sci guys at gmail.com. We're also on social media, Twitter and Instagram at sci wise DM as, us or well, just
0: add us. As long as Twitter exists as a platform that I don't have to so
1: right to. For right now, we are on, <laughs> we're on Twitter. We'll see how it goes. Uh, you can also just catch us live every every Monday, 5.30-ish Central, uh, on twitch.tv slash sci-fi Guys. You can also send us your suggestions for other things to watch. Other movies, shorts, TV shows, as long as it's sci-fi or sci-fi adjacent, and straight to stream in our part of the world. We'll give it a shot. I think we, we really enjoy watching listener and viewer suggested things. Did you have something for us to watch for next week?
0: I have a thing, but... Oh, good. I don't know if you'll go for it. Um, So, on Netflix, a second season came out for a show that we watched last year. Oh,
1: Oh, is Uh, it an anime? (laughs) It may or
0: may not be Pacific Rim the Black Season 2.
1: Sure. Um, Okay.
0: We we don't have to do that. I just, uh, you know, maybe the listeners want to, you know... Maybe they want to know about the Kaiju Messiah saga. They <laughs> want They want to know what
1: happens next, huh? Um,
0: no, there's a couple. There's a couple things I've got in the pipeline that uh, I'll shoot you. I think one of them I'm still trying to figure out whether it qualifies as straight to stream, but it's a surprise. So
1: okay, we're not going to let the people know.
0: No, not yet.
1: Okay, so next week is so a mystery.
0: I don't. I don't want to get their hopes
1: up. That's all I'm going to say. Fair enough. Okay. Awesome. Well, uh, why don't you be roll us out then?
0: Stay healthy. Stay hydrated. And uh, I too welcome our new portal door gateway overlords as they renew our planet. <laughs>
1: Refresh. <laughs> Refresh. Thanks, Thanks everybody. Appreciate it. <laughs>